Hi there, this is Tom uh, with another daily walk. Um, it's rare for me to actually comment on the sermon that I, uh, that I seen today. Uh, many of these re- videos are recorded on Sunday afternoon. Um, but I'll tell you, wow, was the pastor on today. Um, you know, obviously sometimes there's sounder theology and sometimes lesser sound theology, but man, today was just a, a, a powerful sermon. Um, going through the part, uh, I think we were in Luke 18, I think it's also Matthew 19, uh, where the young man comes up to Jesus and uh, he's asking him, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus says to him, you know, hey, you know, there's all these Ten Commandments, follow these things. He goes, oh, I followed all those things from my youth. Now, of course, Jesus knew he really didn't. (laughs) However, that notwithstanding, Jesus tells him, there's one thing that yet you lack. And that is to go sell all your possessions, give to the poor, and then come and follow me. And the rich man went away sad. For, as this text tells us, he was a man of great wealth. Now, there's this whole controversial verse about the eye of the needle, uh, like my pastor didn't. I'm not going to get into that today. Um, then the apostles are like, Lord, what's up? Who can be saved? Ultimately, what the sermon was about was that invitation. Come and follow me. And as we are considering that come and follow me, uh, really what we want to consider is it's not that we come to Christ right now and never change anything, because very, very sadly, that is the viewpoint of a lot of people. That And it's, it kind of comes back if you watched the video I did, you know, a couple weeks ago on, on Bible tracks. You know, oh, just come to Jesus. That's all you got to do is just say this little prayer and you're saved. And, oh, that drives me crazy. Understand this. Jesus accepts us how we are. But he never wants us to stay that way. And I'm glad. I do not want to be the same person I was when I was saved. I don't. It was a bad place in my mind. It was a bad place in my heart. It really was. The transformative power of Jesus is absolutely incredible. And implicit in that, in fact, I believe it was John MacArthur also gave another illustration. I'm not sure if it was on that verse. In fact, I'm pretty sure it was on the wide and the narrow road. Uh, very similar though, a lot of parallels between those two verses where he says, you know, we all want to get into heaven, but we want to bring all this stuff. He says, we can't. In fact, I think the expression he uses is we try to get into heaven with sin, Satan, self, and the world. He says, leave it all behind. It doesn't fit through that narrow road, that narrow gate, whatever. Um, and ultimately what that means is that our, uh, our invitation is an invitation without cost, yet it costs more things than anything in the world. And I'm frequent to say that there is a lot of paradoxical stuff in the Christian faith. And indeed, that is true. The Christian faith is full of paradoxes. Okay, God chooses us, but we accept his, his invitation. God accepts us as we are, but he never expects us to stay that way. And really, that's the, the point of this verse. It wasn't that, that we can't get into heaven with wealth like this young man had. It was that he was not willing to give up that wealth 
to get in heaven. And it was very much like when I was in grad school, I knew a guy who had, he was the most honest agnostic I've ever met in my life. In fact, if most people had the faith of this agnostic gentleman, man, our Christian faith would be boiling over and we'd see so many great things in the name of Jesus. He asked me one day, he knows I'm a Christian. He says, you're a Christian, right? I said, yes. He says, tell me about hell. Whoa, hey, you're not ready for that one. Okay, so uh, yeah, I did, you know, stumbled through it a little bit. Um, I talked about, he looks at me and he says, you know, if there is a God, I have to be willing to give up everything I have for him. He says, and I'm not willing to do that. And he walked away. That is the most honest thing in the world. Because that's oftentimes what a lot of professing Christians haven't done. Is they haven't decided that they, they're willing to. I'm not saying we have to give everything away. I'm saying we have to be willing to. If Jesus asks us for our family, are we willing to place it before him? If Jesus asks us for our money, are we willing to place it before him? If Jesus asks us for our time, are we willing to place it before him? That is the point we need to get to. In fact, that's exactly what that last verse there in Luke 18 says. I forget, 20-something-ish. Read through the end of that section there. And Jesus says, uh, or I think it's Peter and Jesus were talking, and eventually he said, you know, who can make it to heaven? Jesus says, you know, with God all things are possible. He says, you know, no one who has left family or houses or wealth or anything for that matter, for my sake, you know, it won't be fruitless to lose that. And really, that's the point we need to get to in our Christian life. We really need to get to that point where we are going to look down and say, I am willing to give this up for Jesus, my master. No matter if that's our money, if that's our time, if that's our house, anything. Ultimately, we have to remember this verse. Romans 8.28. It says, God works together the good for the good, all things, to those who love God, whom are called according to his purpose. So this has been Tom with another Daily Walk. Our Walk in Christ. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T O M M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.